Welcome into the Rebound Rundown. Today is Friday, March 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Fritchner, and this is produced by Chatterbox Sports. This is your Daily Digest College Basketball Show where you can get your info on Cincinnati area college hoops every Monday through Friday in short episodes. It is game day for the Xavier Musketeers who play at 9.45 Eastern Time tonight on CBS against Texas with the winner going to the Elite Eight. I have two interviews for all of you today. The first is with Xavier legend J.P. Makura, and the second is with Xavier beat reporter for the Cincinnati Inquirer, Adam Baum. Adam and I recorded this interview on our walk home from the Power and Light District in Kansas City, so hopefully you all enjoy. What a night it was, though, for the first night of the Sweet 16. We were treated to Michigan State and Kansas State. That game went to overtime. One of the best games in recent memory in the NCAA tournament, Kansas State winning by five in the extra period, 98-93. to UConn blew out Arkansas, 88-65. to Florida Atlantic, the nine seed, kept the momentum rolling 62-55 to over Tennessee and Gonzaga, a late rally against UCLA, hitting some crazy shots, a back-and-forth affair, 79-76. The Bulldogs advance against Mick Cronin and the Bruins. Here is now my interview with Xavier's J.P. McCura. I had to pull out all the stops ahead of this Sweet 16 game, and I brought on J.P. McCura here to the Rebound Rundown. J.P., first of all, Thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. We are recording this on a Thursday afternoon ahead of Xavier's Friday night game against Texas in the Sweet 16. How are you doing, man? How's everything going with you? I'm good, man. Just just living out here in Italy, playing ball over here. Got about eight game, games left in the regular season, but other than that, everything's going great. How's how's the season? How Tell the people that are listening, tell the Xavier fans uh, how, how your season's going and how the team's doing. It's going great. I mean, we only play once a week. Um, we're 16 and six right now. And we got eight games left and then there's playoffs. Um, just once a week, playing basketball every day, dream job and, and living in Italy. It's, it's, it's going great. Yeah, there are a lot of worse things that you could be doing. I'll tell you that. Um, and, and one other thing before we start talking about Xavier here, how's being a dad? How's how's that going? It's going great, man. Um, the family's uh, back home right now. Um, we had a, a mid-season break for um, national team games. Um, so I went home for about five, six days, and they stayed back for a couple more weeks. So they'll be coming back on Monday. Um, but it's pretty cool, man. It's definitely life-changing. It's, it's awesome. All right, so let's talk about your time at Xavier. You went to the NCAA tournament all four years that you were in a Musketeer uniform. You went to the Sweet 16 in 2017. That was the last Xavier team that made it to the Sweet 16. And in that Sweet 16... You beat Sean Miller and Arizona to get to the Elite Eight. So let's take a step back to that 2017 year and, and some of those memories that you have, and in particular that Arizona game and playing against Sean Miller. What sticks out in your mind about that game? I mean, it, it was, to be honest, it was a phenomenal game. Um, Arizona was super, super talented, and um, it was honestly my favorite memory in college, uh, beating them. It happened to be Sean Miller in Arizona, but uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. Um, that last three Alonzo Trier shot, I thought I thought was going in, but thank God he missed it. Uh, it, was, it was that game was competitive, very hostile environment. Um, 
and everybody played pretty well. We played great team basketball. We ended up winning, but just that going to March Madness and playing that environment and, and just kind of being with the guys is something I'll remember forever for sure. When I think, and, and this is not just because I'm talking to you, I, I genuinely mean this. When I think about competitive college basketball, uh, people around the game, I think of you, I think of Chris Mack, and I think of Sean Miller, and all three of you were involved in that game. You talk about the competitiveness from that Sweet 16 game. What was it like being on the court? And I know Chris and Sean interacting on the sidelines, everything about it. There were so many dynamics at play in that game. Uh, just. Yeah. As 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 a basketball player, you know, you yourself being a basketball fan, everything, what was the competitiveness like between all of you? I mean, it was it was awesome. You know, it's every time personally for me, I step on the floor, obviously I want to give it everything I have and being being as competitive as I possibly can be. And you know, it's kind of a blur um when you're in the moment. Um it's it's different as a fan watching the game versus playing, obviously. And in the moment, you don't really see anything but just straight lines. Like, it's just the game. You're playing, and just it's kind of blur. And then you get back, and you watch the film, or you watch March Madness as a fan, and it's just totally different. You know, it's some things I didn't even notice during the game, and I, and I, watch, I rewatch games, and it's like, that happened? It happened like that. And it's just it's just pretty cool to see that. Like, back when, Co when Mac was coaching, he kind of just told us, like, sometimes there's games where – the coach can't even call plays. The coach can't even tell you what to do half the time during the game because the fans are so loud and crazy and stuff. So it's just like a player's game. And that Arizona game was a player's game. You know, you had to go out there and you had to play. And you just kind of had to figure it out and do everything as a team. And that's kind of what we did. And we ended up winning. But it's super fun to go out there. And I, I definitely miss college basketball because that <laughs> doesn't, get, doesn't get any better than that. I think you make a really good point about the experience because this game that's going to happen tomorrow night, or I guess as people listen to this, it'll be happening tonight. These are two of the most experienced teams that are left in this tournament with Xavier and Texas. I mean, you talk about guys that have been around the game, Jack Nunji, Jerome Hunter, Sule Boom, Adam Kunkel. You're talking about guys that have been around this game for a long time. And, and Colby Jones being a junior, you're talking about somebody that's potentially a first round draft pick. And then on the other side, you go down the list of the guys on Texas that have been around for a while. So, this experience in an environment like this in, in a sweet 16, how valuable is that to be here now and get two wins under your belt last weekend? Yeah. Cause they didn't have a ton of NCAA tournament experience. So how valuable is that now looking forward to this game against Texas? I mean, it's definitely va valuable. Um, NCAA tournament experience is huge, um, but they already have it. They got two games under the belt and that's really all they need. You know, it's, it's not their first game now for a lot of those guys. It's their, third you know so they're gonna come out and they the nerves are already gone like they already they know what to do now the first game was got a little dicey it got got people shitting their pants a little bit to be honest but um it they got that out of the way and now they're playing great team basketball last game they just played they made a ton of shots offensively played unbelievable defensively got a ton of stops and now they're just gonna play basketball they're gonna play against texas and texas is a great team and i think that we definitely can beat them and make a long run in March, obviously, but we got to take care of them first tomorrow. And I think that we can. What, when I don't know how much you've seen of Texas this year, but I think when you look at Xavier and Texas and how they match up, I, I think you're looking at a Xavier team that is so talented offensively. You told me before we started recording 
that you've been able to watch as much as you can of Xavier this year. How impressed have you been with Sean Miller's offense and what this team has been able to do on that side of the floor? I mean, I think it's great. I mean, the thing that I love about the team is no matter what, they're they're pushing the ball up up the court. Um, They're going. And I like basketball like that where you play at a high tempo and high pace, and it's it's hard to – for the defense to defend when they're on their heels all the time. And they don't, they got a lot of weapons that come at you any, any different way. So uh, I know Texas is a, a pretty good defensive team, um, but they got, a, they got a whole other animal coming to them um, tomorrow. All right, JP, one more question here for you and I'll let you go. If you had one message to this team, I don't know if any of the guys on the team will hear this ahead of this game, but if you had one thing that you could say to this, to this group of guys ahead of this game and, and uh, something that, you remember from your time playing that you'd like them to maybe keep in mind or to the fans watching, uh, what would that be? I mean, just stay, stay together and have fun. Cause um, once my time at Xavier ended with the group of guys that I was with, I, I would do anything to go back and be in those shoes and play March Madness again. So just kind of live in the moment and have fun and enjoy it and just play as hard as you possibly can and, and leave it all on the line for, for the other guys on the team. Well, JP, I really appreciate you. I know with the time change and everything else, I appreciate you taking a few minutes with me here this afternoon. And uh, you going to be watching? You, I know that's it's nine forty-five, so that's that's probably pretty late or early in the morning, I guess, for you. So you going to be watching? I don't think I'm going to watch it because I got a game uh, coming up the next few days, and it kind of completely throw off my sleep schedule. But I'll <laughs> I'll definitely watch the whole game. Um, I'll probably see the updates before I watch it, but I'm going to watch the whole game. All right, JP, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, my man. All right, man. Good talking to you. See you. And now here's the Cincinnati Enquirer's Adam Baum. Joined now by Adam Baum on the Rebound Rundown. We are currently in Kansas City walking back to the Media Hotel, and this is live and in person for the Rebound Rundown ahead of the Sweet 16 Xavier and Texas 945 CBS Friday night. Xavier trying to play for the Final Four. Adam Baum. Your thoughts on this game? Well, first off, super impressive intro right there, Paul. I'm incredibly proud of you. Um, Very detailed. You kept it together well. My thoughts on this game are that Texas is really good. I, I love that a lot of the national conversation around this game centers around Texas. I think that Xavier's gonna feed on that. Um, I think personally that the way Texas plays, They're very good defensively. Xavier's very good offensively. It's going to be strength versus strength, which really makes the most compelling NCAA tournament games, in my opinion. So I'm looking for Xavier to find a way offensively and really, you know, throw their A game at Texas in this one. Yeah, this is a game that is going to challenge Xavier maybe more so than any other game this year besides I guess if you're looking at Ken Palm, Ken Palm has Creighton, or rather Connecticut, ranked, I believe, fourth coming into the night. Texas ranked fifth. But if you're looking at Xavier, yeah. the Musketeers swept the Connecticut Huskies this year. They did. So Xavier has been tested, and they passed the test several times. If you're looking at the Sweet 16 team, Xavier was 4-2 and two against the Sweet 16 teams coming into the night. Xavier swept Connecticut. Yep. They beat Creighton twice. They lost to Gonzaga. They lost to Creighton once. Um, you, you talk about top-tier talent. You talk about 
how well Xavier has played against the best of the best this year. Even that loss to Gonzaga was all the way back in November. And Sean Miller's talked so much about how Xavier has grown since that tournament back in November in Portland. Uh, What are your thoughts on that and how Xavier has developed this season? Well, I think they're such a different team than they were way back then. You know, they've come a long way defensively. Um, Jerome Hunter has become just one of their best players, one of their more remarkable players. And then really you talk about, like, look at a guy like Colby Jones, who has shown... (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Who Who has shown late in the season that he can take over a game at both ends of the floor. Heads up for this pothole. <laughs> um, Infrastructure is in know, desperate need here. Kansas City is a beautiful city. We're walking across a bridge right now. Um, but, yeah, they've come a long way this season. And I just think they're very battle-tested. So is Kansas. And, I like, for me, I think Xavier take care of the basketball dominate the glass find a way to keep texas off the glass they send a lot of guys to the boards um i i particularly love that everyone is picking texas in this game i really do adam i i will completely agree with that sentiment because there is nobody in the national narrative except maybe matt norlander from the norlander from the ion college basketball podcast cbs sports network he picked xavier to win this game outside of that not only is nobody picking Xavier to win this game, nobody's even really talking about this game if you look at it. And it might be one of the best matchups. It really is. Yeah. It really is. If there has been a narrative at all, it's been that this game will be one of the better games of the weekend, but nobody's picking Xavier. This is a Texas team that a lot of people think is a national championship contender, which they are. They very much are. This is a Texas team that can easily win the national championship if they play to their peak ability. Yeah. But if Xavier plays to their peak ability, this is a Xavier team that can win this game. All right, Adam, we have about a block till we get back to our hotel. Hell yeah. I just want to say how much fun it has been covering this team with you this year. Yeah. You have done a fantastic job bringing the insight and the stories and everything else to the Xavier fan base. And it has been a pleasure to work alongside you and to have you on this podcast this year. And I hope that we get to do this for 14 more days. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. And let me just say, like, to bring the audience into what we're dealing with right now, we just walked past a guy who's smoking weed. Can you smell that? (laughs) I'm secondhand high from what we just just intook. No, but this has been a blast, man. Like, hanging out with you. My first four years covering Xavier, I didn't get to cover an NCAA tournament game. The doors are locked. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get into the hotel. Hold on. There we go. Go ahead. Access granted. No, this has been a blast, man. Love hanging out with you. Love covering the Muskies. Let's go watch a basketball game tomorrow night. One last question for you because that was a good note to end on, but I'm not going to let you end on that. One last question for you. You're on this episode with J.P. McCura. Hell yeah. Any thoughts or comments on that? Yeah, J.P.'s a legend. J.P.'s, uh, you know, I got to meet him for the first time last year at TBT. What a great dude. Like, I asked him to sit down and talk to me. He did. Um, he was a pleasure to get to What know. floor are you going to? I'm on to? the sixth floor. I'm on the fifth floor. <laughs> um, a lot of fun getting to talk to JP. And, like, um, he's really what Xavier is all about, having that edge, playing with intensity, you know, 
Xavier needs to play like J.P. McCure tomorrow night, pretty much. Adam Bowen, thank you for joining me on the Rebound Rundown. You're back to your floor. Thanks for having me, Paul. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. (laughs) Paul's Pick of the Day, presented by Betfred Sportsbook, won last night with UConn and Arkansas going over their point total of 140. Tonight, I'll take Miami plus 7.5 against Houston. That'll do it for today's Rebound Rundown. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Friday, and I'll talk to you next time.